This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome to another edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen, and a huge win by our Buffalo Sabres. 3-2 versus the Edmonton Oilers. Dylan Cousins with two goals, and Dustin Tokarski not only had 33 saves tonight, but the broadcast compared him to Dominic Hasek, which, for the save, the two saves in a row that he made on Leon Dreisaitl in the same sequence, I'll let him have it, because they were both amazing saves. One on the one-timer, one on the follow-up where he extended his arms out and might have maybe hit the post or went wide, could have could have went in. It was It's a tough angle, but still, he made the, the uh, extra effort out of desperation and made the save. Just an unbelievable game to watch from start to finish. Um, you know, I've said it so many times, this team is going to grind out points, whether they're, you know, getting the game into overtime and winning the game. I think for the most part, you're going to see a lot of games get grind, uh, grinded out uh, for loser points, you know, but tonight was a win and it was a lot of fun to watch defensively. They were so sound. Um, there was a sequence there, I believe in the second, uh, first and second period where they were just blocking shots left and right on the penalty kill. Colin Miller looked on one of the, one of his honest to God, you know, I mean, maybe not his best game as a saber, but one of the better games I've seen him play as a saber in a long time. Darlene looked good. Jacob Bryson uh, made a play on McDavid here uh, at the end of the game. Um, you know where where he he kept he, he kept he kept McDavid in front of him and for and forced him one way uh, and kind and kind of took him out of the play and took away any chance they had at a scoring chance. Just a great play by Jacob Bryson. Uh, just it, this game just from start to finish was exciting. Kind of started off. A little strange. You had two goals disallowed, one from each team. Um, one, the puck never went in, even though they called it a goal. They even come went off the bar, off the car, he's back, and out the other way. And then our uh, uh, 2 line and goal was waved off due to high stick. It was pretty blatantly obvious it was a high stick, too. Uh, just an unbelievable effort from start to finish, guys. This team is so fun to watch. Um, and again, you know, granted, Leon Dreisaitl had two goals. Uh, tonight, I believe one was on the power play, but like, th- 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 listen, that, that line is so dangerous when them two are on the ice together. Cause they, when, when they stretch things out and create space for themselves, it, it's so difficult to contain both of them because you just can't, you, you, you really can't. 
Um, the, 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 the elite level of talent is just so prevalent and you, you can't just, you can't contain both of them when they're both on the ice. And that's why that power play is so dangerous. Um, but one thing I will say against Connor McDavid specifically is when they didn't give him a ton of space or opportunity for separation tonight. And that's so key. I mentioned earlier tonight when, when Ovechkin scored his, uh, 740 second goal to pass Brett Hall is, I'll never understand why teams give this guy so much time and separation because he's going to score nine times out of every, out of 10. Every time you give him that type of separation and time to shoot the puck, it doesn't matter how, how far away from me, he's going to score nine times out of 10. And that's why he's going to, and honest to God, and I'll say this right now, because I know we're this is about the Sabres right now, but I'll say this, if it's not for the COVID shortened seasons and the lockout seasons, Alexander Ovechkin would have a thousand goals by the end of his career. Without a doubt in my mind, that guy would score, would have scored a thousand goals. Um, I think he, I think he could honestly push for, I think he's going to take Gretzky's record and I think he's going to score 900. I mean, the guy's 36 years old and he's having the best start to his career with 12 goals. And uh, I think it's like, was it 12 goals in 13 or 14 games? Leon Dreisaitl has 14 league leading. Uh, you got two tonight, but whatever. But the, the the play on McDavid tonight was superb. You, you really took him out of the game. The world, honestly, the league's most dangerous player, uh, most exciting player, the guy, league's most dynamic player, uh, most athletic player. Just everything he does when you watch him carry the puck, how he can just change speed, just snap of a finger. And that's why he's probably going to go down, honest in my opinion, as all around the greatest player that ever lived. Just He's just so exciting to watch. Um, the things he does, the way he moves his hips, it's just such a, he's such a fun hockey player to watch, but tonight we were able to shut him down. Not only at one point tonight, uh, and you know, it, it, defensively, I think this is one of the better games, if not the best game I've seen this team play all season. And then that's not to take away from other games that they played well and played great defensively. That's just my opinion. They've just, they just looked phenomenal defensively. Um, but with that being said, you know, uh, my hats off to uh, Dustin Tokarski. He just looked phenomenal tonight. Um, you know, I was trying to flip back and forth. I was streaming uh, the Michigan game and watching this. Uh, Michigan won. I think it was six to two tonight. Uh, Power with against Penn State. Power had three points last night. Uh, a goal and assist tonight. Uh, I think that gives him seventeen points on the season. He might even lead. He might lead the Big Ten or might be second uh, in the Big Ten in scoring right now. And the kids just him and like guys like Maddie Beneers are just absolutely on fire. Uh, I think they're both the top two picks of the uh, the draft. Yeah, one and one and two. So it's just so fun to watch. Um, unfortunately, the comments, for whatever reason, aren't working right now. It really bugs me because I'd really love to hear what you guys had to say. But, uh, again, 3-2 tonight, Sabres over the Oilers. They have mm-hmm. the uh, – the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow night. I hope to be at that game. Um, unfortunately, with the uh, restrictions, the border, you know, the the fact that you got to get like a rapid COVID test to get over. And I think you might take one to get back. I, I don't know actually precautions, but I think it's going to uh, stop a lot of uh, Maple Leafs fans from coming down to Buffalo, which I mean, I hate them filling up our barn, but at the same time, it's like, I love it when we do beat the Maple Leafs and you can just heckle you guys on the way out the doors. I love you all. I love, I love, I honestly, I love Toronto's fans, 
but I absolutely love heckling you guys on the way out the door when we do when we can pull off a win here and there. Uh, that pro- that's just part of the experience for me, and I'm sure for you guys too. So uh, I just I, I I can't wait for tomorrow to see. I know uh, you guys won tonight. I think it was um, in overtime. Was it five four? Austin Matthews scored in overtime uh, to seal the game for Toronto. Uh, absolutely beautiful sequence back and forth uh, in overtime. So that's possibly when I I I, w- I hope that one day they just do a ten minute three on three overtime because I find it so much more exciting than the shootout. I mean I don't know who at this point wouldn't want continuous three on three for 10 minutes because it's just so much back and forth, so much excitement. So, uh, but I mean, I, I think, you know, you see games like tonight and even when they've been losing, they're not just laying down, they're swinging back. Like they're, they're just not get, they don't give up on themselves. And just another example tonight, you know, uh, they, uh, they, they, they held in there. They're, they're laying their bodies on the line. They're blocking. Like, like I said, I, I, I got one uh, penalty. I mean, there must've been four, four block shots in that one sequence. And just Kyle, I saw everybody just laying down their bodies in front of pucks. Like how off, you know, when can we say that about this hockey team? You know, just seeing the sacrifice, you know, the willingness to lay, lay, lay your body down in front of a, uh, you know, a clap on from the point and just, you know, willing, willing to take that type of pain to stop a puck from going to the net. I saw it multiple t- times tonight from Colin Miller. The guy is, you know, we've criticized him a lot in the past, but he's played like a real leader on this team. He's leading by example. He's, you know, sacrificing his body to, uh, to block shots. Uh, even though Leon dries, it'll, it didn't go off Miller, but he shot it wide, but, um, even uh, Miller was right there to take that shot away from him. And they said on the broadcast, uh, I they think Miller was in Leon Drysdale's head because he had a wide open net. I saw how wide open that net was. I'm like, tie game, tie game. There's like no way Drysdale misses that net. Um, but he did. And uh, Miller was there. And I do. I, I agree. I think Miller got in his head. Uh, he saw that Miller was coming for the shot and he tried to be more precise with the shot to shoot it up and over Miller. And he ended up shooting it wide. Cause I mean, nine times out of 10, Leon Drysdale sc- scores there. Uh, you know, again, he's not, he's the league leading goal scorer for a reason, former MVP for a reason. I uh, just, again, from start to finish this game, you know, unbelievable performance by Don Granado's Buffalo Sabres, Donnie meatballs. Uh, and this is just another example of the Don Granado effect. Um, I just, you know, he, he, they're never, they're never not ready to play. How many times could we say that in the past? I hate saying his name. It's like saying Voldemort, but, uh, you know, you know, under Ralph Kruger, how many times did we just, they weren't ready to go at the puck drop. They just looked slow from the start. You know, it took them a while to get going. You very rarely saw a Ralph Kruger Buffalo Sabres hockey team play a full 60 minutes. You just saw pretty much a full 60 minutes from this Buffalo Sabres team and they earned a win tonight. And I, you know, I know what last time ESPN was in, uh, in Buffalo, uh, John Buchergrass mentioned, you know, uh, or when they were coming to Buffalo, John Buchergrass, I'll buy a beer for everybody. You know, if uh, beers on me for everybody who shows up to this, to support this team when we're in town, I agree, like start supporting this team. I, you know, I know we don't like how upper management and ownership has handled things. You know, you would have liked to have seen, you know, a Jack Eichel led Sabres team, you know, lead us to the playoffs, you know, the, I mean, with Sam Reinhart and Ryan O'Reilly, and you'd like to see them build better around those players and draft better and just not have so much, 
so many failed attempts in the first early rounds of the, uh, of past drafts. Like, you know, I don't have to go through the list of names of players that just were misses by uh, the scouting staff in the past, but this is different, man. This team is, uh, you know, even though there's a lack of elite talent, like they bust their asses. And I truly do believe they know what this team means to this city. And that when this team is good, that we do show out uh, even, even the past when they weren't that good, we still showed up and, and, you know, they, they realize how hard they need to work to earn our respect back. And they're out there and they're proving it night in and night out. Um, and I'm excited, man. I, I I'm excited to go tomorrow. If I can get, if I can get there. Uh, also uh, there uh, it's uh, the Sabres, Rick, uh, the dog, uh, the the Newfoundland dog that they just adopted uh, from the uh, SPCA, his first win as the Sabers team dog. Uh, congratulations to Rick! Couple clicks for Rick. Uh, absolutely uh, excited for him. Uh, saw a lot of pictures the last few days of players spending time with the team dog, and that's so cool. Absolutely awesome. Uh, again, I think dogs are so much better than human beings. I don't even think it's even debatable to be hundred percent honest with you. Um, but yeah, I, I love the effort tonight um, from top to bottom. And just, you know, I can't wait to see uh, Yoki Haru and Middle Stack get back in this lineup because I think those two are two key pieces. Um, again, the uh, Pisic uh, Darlene pairing looked good. Um, be interesting to see if they keep them together or if, uh, you know, they go back to Yoki Haru with Darlene because we know that pairing works too. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, and we uh, just not forget that Alex Tuck, you know, hope, you know, when he gets back from uh, rehabbing his shoulder injury, uh, I know he had surgery, you know, he'll be in this lineup and that's a, uh, a proven player in this league, a leader, a big guy who plays a heavy game and can score goals. Uh, I, I think he had like 30, 35 points in, uh in 50 something games last season. And uh, you know, it's exciting to see him what, what, what he can bring to this lineup. So listen, guys, uh, you know, I won't keep you up too late here. I uh, love the effort tonight and, uh, and, you know, hopefully we can bring this energy and that effort. I know it's back to back and that's tough. I wonder who we'll see in that tomorrow. Um, I can't remember what the update on Craig Anderson was, but I don't think we would see him tomorrow night. Uh, so it would be either Aaron Dell or, uh, you know, Dustin Tokarski again. But if, uh, you know, I think Dustin Tokarski, I think it should be left up to him if he wants to play tomorrow, if Anderson isn't available, because uh, I think he earned the right to make that choice tonight with his play. So, uh, guys, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on George Urban Boulevard. Uh, so many options there. Get over there to George Urban uh, Outlet Liquor of Western New York. Uh, they'll take care of you. Again, so many options for your game day or game night experience. Uh, outlet liquor, the place to buy a case. Uh, and remember guys, I'll hang up and listen and let's go Sabres. Hey everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies One Mike here to remind you that after you get done listening to the episode, which I hope you loved it and I hope you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you are using Apple Podcasts, 
do me a favor. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review. And of course, write us a review. It goes a long way in getting us noticed and getting us some kind of recognition in this world of podcasting. It goes such a long way. And obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, at two goalies, one mic, hammer that subscribe button, leave us some comments, show us some love with some likes. Again, it goes a long way and we really appreciate your love and support to those of you who have been with us since episode one. Thanks for sticking with us for this long. For those of you who are jumping on the bandwagon right now, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. We have a season of guests that are going to blow you away. Uh, This year for hockey is going to be big with them going to ESPN, TNT. We've already seen how great it's been just you know, they just got done with the first two nights of the season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back, Gretzky and Barkley. It's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you soon. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.